if you want to be a major, then you sign with those guys and you accept their ridiculously shitty deal. And you make money when your album sells for the 8 millionth time. And that's when you probably start turning a profit. Or you join an indie label and you're going to make 70% off your album sale. But now distribution is your issue. But I feel like with the digital media the way it is, it doesn't take a lot to get you spread out there. It takes one song on a really good movie or one cool you know, viral video that's got a really good music behind it. And that's why you see some bands that are unknown names and when you go see them live you realize i'm not here alone there's two thousand other people filling up stubs like when i went to see mm-hmm. grizzly bear at stubs filled the place was sold out you know i've seen less people at a toady show in austin and i'm like how do all these people know this band they're not on any major radio they're yeah. an indie band and some of they have this huge following you know and again if it's good people will find it people will seek it out there's enough people i think seeking out stuff that is legitimately good that they want that that's what they're seeking because their ears they can hear it you know it just i mean good is good you know yeah. and and so i don't know i think um in a way i guess it's good you know that it's like this that way you know really really great music can still stand out and it doesn't all sound the same but uh at the same time it would really be it'd really be great if there was a little bit more outlets especially the stuff you're doing with 210 you know and the stuff you're doing to get you know local music you know pushed even just within our own community here um it'd really be awesome just to see that take off that's why i'm so proud and huge supporter of the stuff you do just because you know i would love to see that stuff you know uh spread spread more you know so um anyway yeah and and i mean i've always i've always said this my main thing for starting 210 was there was so much really great music out there that i wasn't aware of that i was learning i mean it's still learning uh a learning thing for me um because for a while i was stuck on kiss radio i was stuck in the 90s and now you know i'll I'll, i've i've always said this and i'll always credit girl in a coma with being the first ones to kind of open my eyes to the local scene uh, at a toady show that we had done had gone to and uh i think that was the one that you and i went to out in josabi's a long time ago and then followed by them seeing yeah yeah and then us seeing them all together at whitewater when they mm-hmm. opened for the Toadies again, and I was like, "Oh, it's the same band," and uh, just knowing that there that that was out there, and I had never heard it before, and it like rocked my socks off. I was like, "Holy shit!" There's is there more like this? And yeah, sure enough, it was like all pure discovery after that. It was after the Girl in Coma. It was like Pinata Protest, Phonolux, Hydro Melody, you know, going forward and forward, Terra Fern, all these other great bands. And I'm like, that's what I my playlist at work that I listen to all day. I'd say about. 10 songs are classic hits for me that I've loved for like the last 20 years. I'd say a good 80 songs are all local music. And I'd say maybe another 20 are just random things I found per chance on Pandora. That's like nobody's heard of, Mm -hmm. but like 90 songs of local music that I like know the lyrics to that. I like remember seeing live or that Mm I've had an experience with, I interviewed the band. I, know these guys i've talked to them we've hung out we've gone to to see other bands or bumped into each other at other concerts that's something that to me is more important than almost more important than oh i remember i saw pearl jam at this concert or whatever pearl jam was still better than whatever (laughs) but it but like that was that was true for me like five years ago 
You know, I remember seeing Pearl Jam for the first time and being blown away. I remember seeing Metallica for the first time and almost dying, actually, at that concert. Were you moshing? Oh, no, dude. Were you in like, the pit? No, here's the thing. This is when this you had your long hair? Were you part of yes. Lars Snake Pit? <laughs> <laughs> no. Actually, no, I didn't have long hair. I was still in, in Did Lars sue you when you started grabbing all their songs off Napster? <laughs> when you... <laughs> No, no. He probably broke his heart. He's like, my favorite, my best fan is stealing my music. He probably looked at Mario's name on the ISP and he's like, oh, Four Leaf Clover, just pay for that one at least. Come on. <laughs> oh, man. Pay for the Symphony album. The reload. So this, was, this was back when, for, for Unforgiven those, Six. For those who are in San Antonio that listen to the podcast, which uh, I don't know where, I don't know who you guys are or where all you're at. seven of you. All, yeah, exactly. Uh, we lost all of our listeners from, from Cutter, by the way. They're all gone. Fuck Cutter. <laughs> anyway. Um, when Verizon used wow. to just be the long field before it was the amphitheater and it had that giant long field. Where? Was it Verizon, Verizon or was it? Yeah, it was, right? It was considered Verizon or was it considered Rotama? Well, it was Rotama. It was all one like One big place. thing, right? But they had the polo fields. I think they actually had shows on. Yes. So yeah, Metallica played so. the big giant field and like what? That's 300 yards? I don't know. I've never 200 seen yards. I don't know. Something ridiculous. It I thought feels polo was a shirt. 560 <laughs> meters? Sure. We'll we'll go metric. That's fine with me. That's quick math. So it was like a massive field of area, right? And horse shit. <laughs> no. Did they pick up the horse shit? No. Okay. We were trampling around it. So the stage is way out. I'm past halfway back. So like everybody's tiny. Days of the okay. New opened, which was horrible. Ew. It was horrible. It was like the worst. They actually got bow, booed bow, off. Bow, bow, they, bow. they actually got booed <laughs> off the stage, which was actually kind of fun. they got booed that's they got awful. booed they got that's booed. mean i would yeah, never boo anybody horrible i can't even remember would who you ever boo a band i did i do i booed them because you thought they were boo worthy or because the they were boo worthy no no like like here's here's three different types of bands that's mean bands that sound great live mm-hmm. and not recorded bands that sound great recorded and sound horrible live mm-hmm. and then bands that sound good either way now, or bands, bands that, that just sound like shit either way. Or well, okay, so there's four. Yeah. So the bands that that sound good both ways are rare, very few and far between. Okay. We were lucky because we had a string of them in the '90s. Since then, there's been very few and far between. Okay. Most bands sound way better produced than they sound live. Right. Days of the New. Whoever produced and mixed for them, whatever sound engineer they had, that guy should be a millionaire just based on the two songs that I'm familiar with by them. Because they sounded halfway decent, mm-hmm. their live. What was that song? The chair in the room. Or what was it? Called? Yeah, something like that. The window in the room. Uh, the, the window in the window. Uh, shadow in the room. Why shadow? Dust in the room. Slenderman in the room. Slenderman in the room. They were horrible, so they got booed off. And I. But it was yeah, like an acoustic remember. heavy metal band. Yeah, I mean, like, I liked a couple of their songs. Mm-hmm. They were good, but after hearing them live, I was like, hmm, mm-hmm. I'm done. That guy was a douche. That's a big part of the problem. I probably. Think. He was a probably. douche. Probably. He was a douche. He was like Scott Stapp's brother or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Metallica comes on. Everybody, and nobody's here to see Days of the New. That's the other thing. Everybody's right. there for Metallica. Right. So Days of the New comes up. People are well, like, the same thing happened to Nirvana when they opened for Guns N' Roses. Didn't they run into that same problem? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, and I'm, Nirvana sucked. I mean, so obviously we're, <laughs> <laughs> we're sensing a. Oh, there's, there's a boo! I'm saying boo. I'm I think saying, it was the wrong crowd. Yeah, the wrong. That's it was what totally I meant. That's the wrong what crowd. I, hair metal beneath the joke. That's being what opened I meant. by the by Seattle rock that kills hair metal. I mean, that's yeah. just that yeah. didn't go together. Or the the yeah Seattle rock that killed metal that was killed by its wife. Oh, <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. That's Courtney a new topic. Horror. That's a new topic. Courtney anyway, go ahead, go ahead. So 
so anyway, so Metallica comes on. Everybody's losing their minds. First song plays. I don't even remember what the first song was. It was awesome. Sounded great. Cool. Second song comes on. It's battery. Like pure. What is that? Like it's like. Like thrash metal. Yes. 80s Metallica. like, Like, yeah. So instantly on both sides of the stage, two massive, massive pits erupt. Mm-hmm. Like just suddenly people start slamming into each other and mm-hmm. then everybody's backing up domino effect. I almost die. Like some 300 pound dude almost crushes me because we're all dominoes and my friend pulls me out. Like, I don't know how many people went to the first aid tent right after that song. Yeah. Like, and then after that, it calmed down a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. But like, I remember that show and I remember the experience of it. And I remember all of the nostalgia behind it. I remember that was my very first concert. I remember all of that. However, and it's one of my favorite experiences. But going to see Rumors play a few weeks ago and hanging out with the guys from Terraferna as we're watching Rumors play. What's Rumors? Rumors is a, is a local band that's like, they're fairly newer to the scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're fairly new. Fairly newer. They're fairly new to the scene. But like as soon as they came out, people were like, and mostly bands, mostly local bands are like, holy crap, this is not like. Do you, are there weird. any local bands that get booed? Have you no, seen I've never seen that happen. Never. Why not, you think? Because the people that purposefully go to see local bands, they're there to see those bands. They're not there to be like, oh, I'm just a tool that's going to go to a bar. So if you were going see to see up. a band you liked already that was local, mm-hmm. and another local band opened up that was awful, would you boom? No. Out of just the simple respect? Out of simple of- respect of they don't make enough money for me to boo them. They don't make enough. They're not held in such high regard nationwide mm-hmm. to demand a certain level of respect mm-hmm. was was days of the new on, popular when you booed they them? were they were they were very popular that was when they did the shelf in the room or the shadow in the room or the slender man in the room that was a one hit they were a one hit wonder anyway they had another song that was eh. but mm-hmm. but that's the thing is that they it was like okay you guys are rich already because of that one song your one hit yeah. wonders whatever you're yeah. rich so you better sound good and if you don't then we're gonna boo that's you that's mean because they're rich they they're high to a higher standard. Of course, what you're yes. That's unfortunate. No, it's not. Unfortunate. No, it's not. If 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 your next door neighbor is a mom and pop and they make a car and they build a car, but if it's a shittier car than no 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 let's comp- let's let's start with this car, let's start with this matter. no 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 let's start with this mom and pop that live next door say hey we're gonna sell you this car it's five hundred dollars for this car it'll yeah. run it'll get you from point A to point B we we don't. We don't have ten thousand airbags in it, but <laughs> but I'll tell that. you but I'll tell you what. I need those. Right next door to you to that is a Nissan dealership. Mm-hmm. Okay, and they say, "Oh, we've got this great car. It's all blah blah blah." You drive the mom and pop car for five years, no problems. You drive the Nissan. A year. You drive uh-huh. the Nissan. Yeah, hundred dollars a year. That's, you drive the so Nissan. You, you spend more five gas minutes than you do off on the, the car. lot. Five minutes off the lot, it shits out on you, and they're like, "Well, sorry." Uh huh. That's no boo. Fuck that. That's same not the same, same thing. To me, it is. To me, it's it not is. the same thing. To me, it is. is, is. <laughs> to me, it is because the, I don't know. This, the local respect is there because so, wait, wait. So I, I don't know. Maybe I'm not making I'm, sense I'm, at this point. You're, I think you're crazy. It's, you're crazy. It's already. It's past midnight. And my brain. is So you're saying to fry. like if if whatever your know. favorite big band is put out a shitty album, that they're worthy of being booed for it. Yes. But if a local band put out a shitty album. They shouldn't they're be still learning. They're still learning. They're still figuring things out. Not necessarily. If they're on like, the second I album. Boo. I wouldn't already boo popular. I wouldn't boo them, but like. Well, no, that's what we're talking about. What is? I wouldn't boo be there to see them. I would step out. <laughs> I would step out. I mean, <laughs> what? 
I would be like, isn't that, it's just I'm bad like, as uh, booing someone. Like, I'm going to go wait outside and fucking check my lug nuts to make sure they're... <laughs> That's a lot better than listening to you. We're gonna find some cars to Kia. I think it's I think it's more respectable to leave <laughs> to than leave. it is to I, 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 but temporarily leave. Thing. And this is the thing. I'm, and I'm, that's a hard thing for me to say because that's one thing about local musicians that are like that's a pet peeve of everybody is when a band says, "Hey, we're gonna play. We're we're the the last band to play at Jack's. Cool. What time do you go on? It doesn't matter. You need to be here for all the bands. Yeah. And I get that. I understand that. Shouldn't and, play at one in the morning. That's a hint, guys. <laughs> You shouldn't okay. put twelve bands there, on your. There are on some your, bands that are. There's some show. bands that are trying to. Well, and that's tough. You shouldn't too. do that. That's tough too. There's some bands that are pushing for earlier times. Like there's bands I love that if they, I mean, if Pearl Jam was like, "Hey, we're playing tonight at three in the morning," I'd be like, "Good night, see you later." <laughs> My favorite band, but see you later. What if the tickets were five bucks? Three in the morning. That's tough. On a fucking Tuesday night, would you go? Depends. No, you wouldn't. I might. Yeah, you know, if you had to be at work in two hours, no way. I might. I've pulled no all-nighters way. before. No way. To see who? Whatever your favorite band is. I'm just saying. I'm well, not going to push it on you. I'm saying whatever the best band in the world is. If they were like, I'm playing at 4 in the morning after 15 other bands, I want you there, Mario. And if you're not there, I'm going to castrate you. <laughs> Could you do it? If it's my favorite band, yeah, I might. Mm. I probably would. Michael? Are you down for that? That, that late in the morning? I'm saying like the early in the I, I was because I was, he was talking right. about the, the respect the for people and sticking around. But I'm saying, in my limited experience going to local shows, a lot of times you go to a show and there's like ten fucking bands on the bill. That's maybe that's the White Rabbit. Maybe that's what it's still local. I'm saying like that for the longest time. But you go to was, Jacks and it's three. But bands. that hasn't always been the place people played, right? True. So when I was young. And I went to shows. It was the the better venue was yes. like Rabbit at the time. Yes, I get that. And you that. would go, and the band I was there to see would play like at fucking midnight, and I'd have to either get there really late mm-hmm. and hope I was still awake. And right? hope there was parking. Or I'd have to go early and sit through three or four bands that were basically like playing in their garage except in front of people, right? And that's fine. I never booed them. I never walked outside, mm-hmm. whatever I've never, that I've never booed a, a band, yeah. whether it's... Indie, local, or majors, or mid-majors, nor would I boo anybody, ever. I would sit there <laughs> in just, you know. In disgusted like, silence. Right. In judgy, judgy, gross silence. <laughs> Absolutely. I would stare at my feet, count my fungus toenails. I have done that. I, would, I have done that before, though. Ghostland Observatory that opened for 90 Nine Inch Nails. But that we're was wrong. horrible. But the thing is, we're wrong. Anybody, that. like, anybody we're that's wrong. A, we're wrong for that. a terrible band, but we're wrong. Anybody yeah. that's ever picked up an instrument and attempted to play mm-hmm. will sit there in disgusted silence and think to themselves, why am I not doing this? I yeah. could be up there. I could be doing yeah. this. But, but, blah, blah, blah. That, yeah, but that, is, wouldn't you, would you, am I wrong in saying that I'm presuming this about you, but like, Sometimes that's a good thing, right? To see to sit a band like that, sit in front of a band, sit through a band, suffer through a band, maybe. <laughs> there are twenty minutes of songs that sound like another band, which is fine. But part of the part of the the positive you take away is I bet you ninety percent of the people that are in that room listening to that band who's barely listenable goes, I should be doing that. I should be up there, and that's a great thing because that's probably where a lot of these bands come from. They go, I should be up there. And then they had the balls to do it, right? You, you, music is the music is the great equalizer because yeah. you can't go to a Spurs game and be like, "Oh, I should be playing." Yeah, exactly. Tim Duncan's, <laughs> Tim Duncan's missing free throws. That, I'll do this better. Not gonna happen. Yeah. Not gonna happen. Yeah. That's a brilliant but, analogy because uh, yeah, it's true. That. That's a much better analogy than my mom and pop Nissan. 
I don't yeah, that know where was, that I don't know where you were going with that. I, that I'm sounded sorry. like an ad. Don't worry, I'm back. I think back. you were trying to sell I'm ad back, space. I, yes, brought that's you by That's a brilliant Nissan. analogy, though, because there's very... Dogs love trucks. But, because that's the thing is, art is the thing that takes that place in, in our culture, right. right? It's the one thing that all things equal, like, this isn't like the Renaissance where you had to be a fucking prince to be able to, like, have time to paint, right? Like, you weren't fucking, like, shoveling shit for 18 hours a day. In this day and age, anyone with... You don't have to have talent, and that's the thing. If you have the willingness to do something you can do it mm-hmm. and that's a brilliant fucking thing which is why these things have have value you know that's what i'm saying why yeah. you should boo them. You anybody should that's boo in, them. anyone that's interested in being creative musically yeah. and yeah. owns an instrument whether it's a organic instrument or a digital instrument is a one minute away from creating something that could be something Phenomenal. that's worth everybody's ears yeah yeah it may not reach that many years but it's worth that many yeah. years you know, and like I've always said, you know, something that is legitimately good, it doesn't matter who the artist is. You know, I always use like that, um, that Britney Spears song, that Till the World End songs. I always use that analogy. I like that as, song. I think it's an incredible song. An incredibly, an incredibly well, I don't know who's on it, but it's an incredibly well produced song. It's just an incredibly good song. Mm-hmm. Her vocals are good. The music is good. I don't know how many people it took to write it. It doesn't matter. It The end product is great. Mm-hmm. And again, it doesn't make me feel like, you know, this person's music is now all full of merit, but that's one singular incident of something that's really good. I'm not going to be like, well, she's a pop artist and most of her music is bubblegum disposable crap. So everything she does is crap. No, if something is good, it's good. It yeah. doesn't matter whose name is on it. And that's the same. That goes the same for bands I love. You know, if Pearl Jam put something, something that's just complete crap, I'm going to be like, no, that song is awful. I don't want to hear it. Or it's an okay song, but it doesn't do anything for me. Mm-hmm. Same thing, you know, with a lot of my favorites. You know, they I've been disappointed many, many times by a song or by a full album from a band, yeah. you know. And so with the local scene, um, <clears throat> I think I don't necessarily listen to local music grade, grading on a curve. I'm not like, well, it's local, so it's it's really good. To me, it's going to be good no matter who it is, and it's not going to be good no matter who it is, regardless. So, you know... Well, and I don't mean to imply that I grade on a curve or anything like that. I just... I... I guess that is kind of what I implied earlier. I don't necessarily I want to say that. that way. But no, 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 but... No, but that... that you but, bring but, up I a mean, good point, but, Michael. I mean, it is... There's a difference. I mean, there's a difference. Like Again, like, I judge a Pearl Jam show different than I would judge going to see a local band. But there's yeah. different factors on the same token because of me, because of my own um, um, tastes and preferences and my own sense of empathy for other people. Like sometimes I can go to a local show and I can I can give it more leeway, not yeah. because it's local. It doesn't matter. I mean, it might be a, 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 a touring band that I've never heard of and I give them a little more leeway because I'm like, well, maybe they're starting out. Maybe this mm-hmm. is the first time they've ever played. And not to say that, you know, you know what I mean? I'm saying there's there's room for that because, you know, sometimes you see something that isn't great. I mean, whether it's movies even. Like, there's yeah. movies I love for that reason where I can say this is a great movie or I really appreciate it and maybe you'll hate it. But I can go – but for me personally, I can see it. I can see something and I'm like, okay, I, can, I get what they were trying to do. Yeah. And maybe that's unfair, like, to for me to press that on other people and expect them to see what I see in it. But for me, I can go, I can see what they were trying to do and I can appreciate it mm-hmm. and I give it points for that. Yeah. So if I was giving it a, 
you know, on a scale of one to 10, it might get two or three numbers bumped up because of the effort or because of the integrity or because of, of the, the blood, sweat and tears that went into it. Yeah. And and that's the kind of pleasure sometimes of seeing either bands. I don't know at all, whether they be local or not, or seeing a local band is that you can see like, this is some guy like that probably works like I do and, and works hard and in his free time does this. And it's different if I go see, you know, if I were to go see whoever, yeah, you know, like see Nash Nails, one of my favorite bands. You go, wow, these guys have millions of dollars or hundreds of thousands right. of dollars pouring into production. To, to do this, to make it just right. And this is their career and this is what they do 19 hours a day. Mm-hmm. Now, I respect that in a different way than some kid who shows up with a laptop and plays me some songs and sings through a microphone. Like, I can appreciate that in a different way. Right. You know what I mean? So that, that, yeah. that's what I'm... I'm, I'm and, and that's what I mean is that, I don't grade on a curve. I that's think, what I heard you say. Yeah. I think, yeah, I'm, I'm more along that lines. But, that, if that's all you're putting in my mouth, then we're okay tonight. Um, but yeah, I agree with that more so. I th- like I said, I don't feel like I grade on a curb necessarily, but I think that explanation says it much better than I could have. So but, thank you. But but again, <laughs> you shouldn't have to watch a show at midnight. That's a big problem, <laughs> folks. Yeah. Sorry. Well, and, and like, I don't know. I think I... Or only, only, DJ, only DJs start their sets at 2 a.m. Yeah, exactly. And that even now, that's a push. That's you got to be high on something. Well, that's the well, thing. Think, like we went like at, at a in Austin, and again, this is a different culture, right? Austin, there's like shows that you're like, we went to see um, Future Islands. We we got tickets to see Future Islands, and we were like pumped and excited. It was was that the week. same night I saw Mogwai with James? Mm, maybe I, I don't think know. that was the same night. I don't know, um, but. That's one of those things. I'm like, it's Austin. It's an hour away or 45 minutes, depending on how you drive. It's a weeknight. I'm going to get home at 2 in the morning. I got to park, blah, blah, blah. All mm-hmm. this that goes into that, that you factor in. On top of that, the show was at fucking like 7 o'clock, mm. like, which is awesome if you live in fucking walking distance and you got to yeah. get up and you know, work on your fucking thesis tomorrow or whatever, <laughs> climb up to the top of the bell tower, whatever you have to do in the morning. But... I was like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? Why the fuck is anyone going to play it? I'm like, I'm getting out of rush hour traffic at fucking seven. What the fuck mm-hmm. are you doing playing? You know what I mean? But again, there was another show later yeah. on that night. One other show. Yeah. And there was, so two shows with two, with one opener each, four bands, but they're separate shows, separate, you know, tickets. Yeah. But I remember going, God damn, that, that's fucking ridiculous. But again, that's not catering to my take. It's not going, well, what yeah. does Rick want us to do? Yeah. <laughs> Let's email Rick. And what's the best time for you to get here, Rick? <laughs> you know? But I remember we were sweating it because we were like, we like, we walked in during the opening band and we were like, what the fuck's going on? You know, like, yeah. is somebody else playing? And it, and it was terrible, whoever you were terrible i didn't boo you i didn't walk out but you were terrible it was like one of those two-person bands was like one's going and the other person just hitting the drums like it's like that person who doesn't know how to play the drums and that's their stick like i don't know how to play that's why i'm cool it was just like that it was terrible it was like death from above 1979 all over again they were terrible right they're terrible i didn't boo them but they're terrible i'm a huge fan too of uh bands sticking to set list times where they give it out ahead of time Mm-hmm. Huge fan of that where it'll say like you know opening band is at you know eight o'clock. Yeah. Second band is at nine o five, and the mm-hmm. headliners at yeah, you know like ten that. fifteen. I love when that's publicized either on the website or in a piece of paper at the place, mm-hmm. and they stick to it, give or take you know plus or minus a few yeah. minutes or whatever. I can't stand when it's you know supposed to be band starts at nine thirty and it's eleven o'clock and you're just standing. Yeah, it's there like, like doors fool. open at six. You're like, what am I supposed to get there? Right. Because that's a fuck you. That's a fuck you. Buy more beers. What that yeah. is. Yeah, that's all it, it is. It's well. Here's the question. Do you like that because you're like, oh, I can miss the first band. 
it's it's not about missing the first band. If I if if I can uh, if I have enough time, I will try to research the band. Especially if I know them, it's a done deal. I'll make sure not to miss it. Sometimes yeah. the opening band is a bigger name for me or a bigger draw than the headliner, depending on what kind of situation it is. But um, you know, if it's unknowns, I'll try to look them up and hear some of the songs and see if it's you know worth getting out there. Yeah. Other other times I'm there early because it's convenient to be there early, and then other times I don't get a chance to, and I'm just sort of like, well, I'm not really missing out because. I didn't know the names, and I didn't get a chance to research it, so mm-hmm. I can't miss what I don't know. Right. That's the worst side of it. That's the worst attitude, and I don't intentionally try to do that. But sometimes it turns out that way. Yeah. And um, you know, that's that's something I would like to avoid. Anytime I'm going to go see a show where there's the headliner and like let's say two openers, I'd like to catch all of it. Yeah. I really do. But at the end of the day, you know, I'm not like losing sleep over it if I'm driving out of town, especially like to Austin or whatever, and. Mm-hmm. You know, I get there in time barely just to see that the final opener is just finishing. You know, it's... <laughs> that's that's one thing. Uh, like, I, I've, I've made more of a concerted effort now as an older uh, local music appreciator to be sure that I see everybody, even if I've never heard of them. Um, I am guilty of missing out on one fairly recent, uh, slow like fire had, had their CD release and uh-huh. I got there for the opening band. I saw the next band. I saw slow like fire. Then after that, there was another band that I'd never heard of, but granted it was a completely different genre that, that like did not mix well with the rest of the music, like hardcore punk. Like rancid punk. What was that band that opened for Nine Inch Nails in Austin? That uh, oh, it was Dillinger Escape Plan. Terrible. Remember them? Yes. Terrible. One of my favorite. One of my favorite. Um, yeah, I was gonna say that name sounds. One of my favorite surprises familiar. that was like a really fun surprise was um, hearing the band Granddaddy open for Ken Andrews in Austin. That was super. Oh, I saw them open, but for somebody else, I remember that. That was super cool. Never heard of them. Didn't know anything about their their music. And in fact, they were giving out at their booth. They were giving out little clear CD samplers of like two song, three song CD samplers. Just here, take one. And and got to listen to them live. Sounded hmm. phenomenal live at Stubbs. And that and they opened for Ken Andrews. And those are those little like lightning in the bottle moments where you're like, I'm so glad yeah. I was here. Not because it's not good enough to me to just get exposed to, oh, this is a really great band. Mm-hmm. You may never get a chance to see them live. And I don't know that I'd yeah. go out of my way to go see them live as the headliner. Again, price, location, time of week, blah, blah, right. blah. But, you know, all things being equal, that's one of the situations where I'm like, ideally, you would love for the opening bands to be like that. And here's another question that I think stirs my brain a lot, too, is if you're really, and maybe we've talked about this before, we might be recycling our topics or our stuff in our it's brains. Okay. But, no, one, no one listens but, to this twice. Okay. So, <laughs> so if you're a really, really good band, let's say, you know, I'd like to say mid major and above. Okay. Um, do you intentionally want a shitty opening band so that you come out looking amazing? Because if you get this really incredible band yeah. to open for you, you run the risk of the audience being like, God, that opening band was way better than the headliner. <laughs> That's the band we should be following. You know, because more likely than not, and I don't know if it's by accident or if that the headlining band is just that much better and the opening bands are, well, they got a long way to go. But more yeah. often than not, the openers just suck. Yeah. They are just not good. 
And I've told Rick before, you know, a lot of these bands, if you play loud enough and tight enough and, you know, well rehearsed enough, it starts tricking you and thinking, oh, it's not bad. Mm -hmm. And then you take a reflection back or you listen to it on the, you know, CD or stream it online and you're like okay that really wasn't that good and just it happened to be really i mean yeah. i'm a sucker for live music if something's live yeah, and yeah. it's played right and it's i mean i admire everybody i admire everybody that plays live i haven't yeah. i haven't done that that's something i haven't achieved and i admire everybody that has made that step forward um but at the end of the day i can't just say like well this was great because they were there and they played live i have to evaluate as a music person you know that an appreciator and somebody that you know is looking for not the next big thing, just another thing to add to my, you know, palette of sounds that mm-hmm. are going to be meaningful to me to listen to. Um, if it, like I've said before, you know, I can't let those emotional external factors trick me into thinking something's better than it really is. But it's a funny thing. I, I always wonder like big bands like nails yeah. and all these tool when tool would have like the Melvins open for yeah. them. They're like, I, I oh, think these guys are awesome because at the end of the day, I mean, you, you can, in the, in the very least, you can't be upstaged by the people that play 20 minutes. Right. And then people are, it's a letdown. Like people, if, if exactly, it's like, imagine it flipped around is like, what yeah. if nine Chanel's open for, you know, ghost observatory, right? Like, people would leave. I've been to a show like that. Like I, don't get me wrong. I, I have a soft spot in some little corner of my heart for Candlebox, right? But like, oh, by no Candlebox. means like you know are they my favorite band? But I remember going to a show, and I, I'm sorry to even admit this. Like, I went for the opener, and I didn't stay for the headliner because I went for the opener. It was Stabbing Westward. Stabbing Westward is opening for him. I forgot who else. Somebody else was playing with them too. I can't remember who it was. Um, but I mean, that's a good example. But they're not. Again, they're not relying on that because those are bands that were you know, fairly, you know, on the same level as far as their following, their, their followings mm-hmm. and stuff. And, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think that plays into it, but and I think it, de- <laughs> I think it depends on, on the band. Is there bands that have the clout and have the confidence and the popularity to go, no matter who we take, we're just take people we like, you know, a band like Pearl Jam, I think is a band like that. You know, um, I'm sure there's a million other bands, but I'm thinking of bands that I've seen quite a bit. Uh, and I think there is bands, you know, I think that, uh, something that, um, who was it that had that issue? Like, I think I remember like reading like in Sonic Youth Spot, one of their biographies, um, talking about opening for, uh, Neil Young, that Neil Young had taken them on tour, <laughs> poking his eyes, <laughs> that Neil Young had taken them on tour and he, he, he kind of like, they said at one point his management kind of got on him about how loud they're playing. Like, oh, you can't be louder than him. You know, and then they said like they were consciously aware that when he would play, he would he would make sure to be a little more wild than usual or a little louder than usual. You know, and which sometimes is a good thing. Cause maybe right. they're pushing it, but at the same time, it was a conscious thing. Where like you can't be that. Yeah. You know, you can't upstage them in any way. And I'm sure I would imagine, um, you know, Nirvana probably had that friction with Guns N' Roses when they briefly opened for them. I'm sure that was an issue for them, even though they were playing to a crowd that didn't like them at the time. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, a group of fans. But, yeah, I'm sure that happens. It's in, it's interesting. But I remember, but you bring up a good point about why it's important to sometimes get there early. Because I remember us, we were victims of that, but we actually got to appreciate it. Is, you know, me and Carol and you went to that show. We went to one of the Snowcore tours they used to do. And... You know, I speci- there was a couple. I forgot it was three bands, and in specific, two of them are like two of my favorite bands, or you mm-hmm. know, two of our favorite bands. It was Hot Water Music and Sparta, 
And I was just fucking, like, we were just excited to go and whatever. Well, the opener was this band we never heard of, right? None of us three have heard of them. And before the show, they were handing out fucking posters, like concert posters of this band. Mm-hmm. And remember, like us, we, we, when we laughed laugh to this day because people, like, were passing them back because no one wanted them. And they handed them to us. And we're like, oh, no, no, thank you. I don't want to carry anything with me. <laughs> well, anyways, they come out. It was Dredge. Oh, yeah. Fucking amazing. Fucking, to this day, one of my favorite bands incredible fucking show incredible fucking band and mm-hmm. don't get me wrong they to me they didn't upstage our two bands because hot water music and sparta are two of my favorite bands but it was just like a trifecta of like oh my god how is that possible yeah. that this band that's opening for them that i've never heard of as if i'm the last word is as good as these other two bands mm-hmm. and it was nuts and then i remember afterwards all three of us were like fuck all those because then people were scrambling for those fucking posters oh, yeah. and we didn't get any we were like, fuck us for thinking we were badass, right? We were like, yeah. damn, we should have just grabbed them. And for me, and to be honest with you, for me, they did upstage the other two. For me. Like, yeah. I like Sparta a yeah. lot. And, and Hot Water. But for me, Dredge was exactly what I was looking for. Exactly what... It was It was another piece in this, like, missing puzzle of music I'd always wanted to hear that never heard before. Yeah. And to this day, I still remember that live show. In fact, I've actually been kind of disappointed when I've seen them a few more times. I'm like, that isn't even as good as they musically, like the yeah. sonic mixing or the live, the way the music came off the walls. Other than that uh, one show we saw at the uh, um, Scout Bar. Scout Bar. Now, that yeah. was probably by far the oh, best sound. 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 And, and uh, Pop Pistol open for him. Yeah, I didn't get to yeah, go to that show. I remember you guys it. invited me and I didn't get yeah, to go. Yeah, you're a scumbag. Wow. You're a scumbag. You were watching Heroes reruns. <laughs> I, that, might, that might be true. I don't know. I don't know. By the way, moving on to the next topic, mm-hmm. uh, before we close out, we're at an hour and a half. What's uh, an hour and a half mean? We don't deal in time here. 90 minutes. Should we do a, we don't a deal in Should minutes. we do an upcoming topic where we do like our top five mm-hmm. album covers, mm-hmm. like art covers? That's nice. Instead of talking about the music, talk about just... How about the inner sleeve? Well, well, Rick was, well, well, Rick we'll was bringing it up, we'll, and then we can also do the art of it. Yeah. Best five music videos. Oh, I like that. Oh, that's so there you go. I like those. Each one of us Samantha, right there. That's Samantha Fox. That's already thirty things on a list right there that have to be discussed. Five Samantha from each Fox. of us. There you go. Thriller. So, Heroes is coming back. Who's that? Heroes, the TV show. Never saw it. Michael. Tim Kring. It's coming back. With Jack Coleman and nobody else. I don't know how I feel. Wait, 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 was who? H. Horner and Glasses? Right. That's it. Give us us cool people some insight. What is Heroes? (laughs) Seriously, you know. Well, I'm thinking people out there may not know it all. Heroes was the show show that came out, and it was about, you know, people with supernatural abilities, whatever. Starring Milo Ventimiglia, Zachary Quinto, Adrian Pazdar. I know who the people are. What was it about? He just told you people oh. that discover that they okay. have powers. Okay, good, good. I'm just regular people, people out that there are like, oh, driving in their car, power. They don't know what that is. They're, no, they're already asleep. Just they're already you know. asleep. The only thing waking them up is the, okay. the barking. All right, well, go ahead. And I've go kept ahead. that dude. So I'll ask for was a primer. Go ahead. So anyway, so they're bringing the show back because as it happened, the first season, awesome, lots of promise. Second season, great, keep it, keep it coming. This is awesome. Third season, writer strike. <laughs> That whole season took a big shit. Actually, all over. actually, two was the beginning of the suffering from that because it? it was cut short. Oh, that's true. That's true. I take that back. Two was part of that, but three, like, I don't even know. Like, they probably, like, they probably hired the kids of the writers that were on strike. <laughs> 
like hey kids before nap time before you, you three, the, that three and four were bad right write the write the write the episode for us oh we like carnivals three and four were just bad it was was there a fourth and season four by the way on that was carnival four, four they the completely car- was the carnival. they completely ripped off their entire storyline from one of the all-time best shows that never got to finish on hbo on any network called carnival and if you have hbo demand or hbo that. anything you should watch Carnival. It's only two seasons, but it will feel humongous and epic if you like anything remotely incredible. I won't even give yeah. anything away about it. It should absolutely be watched. But Heroes blatantly ripped it off in season four. Even blatantly ripped one of the actors from that show to come in <laughs> really? and be a part of it. Yeah, not cool. Not cool. Was it the the head of the the, the carnival? No, no. Just I mean, it was just, just somebody that guy. was there. Yeah, but enough uh, enough that I was just like, this is not happening. This was such a. They were like, oh, you know, we'll just pull this from the the unearthed, untapped potential. Carnival was supposed to be a six season show, and it was canceled after two two seasons because mm-hmm. back then in 2003 HBO was spending I think like two million dollars per episode because it was shot on location God and damn. it starred Nick Stahl mm-hmm. and, and uh, Cla- now, Clancy Brown it would, it would have more traction I believe so especially with stuff like Game of Thrones and all these other things I think now it would have more traction yeah. and they still could do it they still could you know the way some shows have continued life after they get killed on network mm-hmm. and they go on to Netflix yeah. or whatever HBO just refuses to give up the rights to Carnival I totally like stomped on your heroes and no, that's but cool. I really think that of all the things that have been unwatched that is something people should absolutely see yeah uh, again like I said it should I've have been six it. seasons it's only two but my gosh every single yeah. episode is, is so dense yeah there is oh, there is there see is. And, and that's the one thing that like <laughs> like okay so it was season four. I totally forgot it was four seasons. I thought it was just three. So season four of Heroes is what killed it. They go to the carnival, this whole mess. Rip off. And I like stuck with it as a fan of the idea behind the show. I stuck with it, and Sarah and I watched it like religiously, even though we were hating ourselves for watching it because it was so horrible. Mm-hmm. Up until the very last five minutes of the last episode of the series, when the whole the whole time these people are being kind of like censured by the government the government's like oh they have special powers go find them and slow them down or don't let anybody know this is happening like the general public can't know this Mm -hmm. and at the very last uh, hopefully you know spoiler alert total spoiler alert but um the very last few minutes all these regular humans are being drawn into this carnival by one of the people that has powers because Mm -hmm. he wants to kill everybody Everybody like, or the, just like as many humans as as many regular people which as guy you can. Is it? Who is it? Uh, like the head of the carnival. Who is it? I don't remember. Who's the actor? Or the character? Know. I have no idea. Oh. That's how okay. much I cared, didn't care about <laughs> okay. the about it. The, the actor's name is Robert Nipper. Okay. Well, there we go. Thank you, that Michael. Guy. So Robert Nipper. Robert Nipper. Nipple. Ripper like, nipples. Like Robert Nipple. Like K K N E P P E R. Oh, is it, does he look like a normal guy? Like he wear glasses. That guy. Uh, no. One of those dudes. No, he looks mm. a little gruff. He looks weird. Oh, never mind. Anyways, yeah. he's got yeah. a really interesting voice. Kind of sounds like that. And he's nice. and he's got uh, and he's got uh, guy liner. Hmm. Okay. Anyway. He wears mascara. It's really bad. Yeah, it's right. bad. Hero season three and four should not have happened. Yeah, it was all horrible. Right. Anyway, so at the very last minute, when all these humans are there, one of the one of the super powered guys that can teleport grabs the guy that's about to kill everybody and t- teleports him away. Mm-hmm. And everybody's there like, why are we all here? But like anticlimactically, like, I'm about to destroy everybody. Boop. You're out in the middle of nowhere. And that's it? Or and they that, show you that where guy, they go. That guy's done. Like, you're out in the middle of nowhere. You're done. 
and he's powerless without all of his other specials near him. So all these people are at the carnival, and they're, like, snapping out of it. They're like, wait, what's going on? And the cheerleader, who was, you know, for those that remember the time frame, you know, Save the Hayden Cheerleader, Penitary. Save the World. Yes. Penny, who is... Penny Terry. Oh, my God. She, she was, was, like, 12 when that came out. You're gross. She has body dysmorphia, by the way. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> body dysmorphia is when someone that's really attractive or really beautiful thinks that they're, like, hideous and disgusting, and they can't, like, psych themselves out of it. Boo. Really? She's, I, she's very... <laughs> Very attractive. I know, right? Rick's like, How about oh, the rest of us that are ugly and they know we're ugly? <laughs> <laughs> That's called Fuck realism. Off. That's called realism. So anyway, so you're saying help her up, man. She, Remind her when you see her, tell oh, her she's I, pretty. Sure, her wow. Hockey star husband reminds her. Wow. Her anyway, isn't she married to a hockey guy? I have no idea. I just remember seeing that dysmorphia thing and reading about it. Interesting. I did not know about that. Dysmorphia. It sounds like a superpower. I suffer from the same thing. I should just accept that I'm amazing. <laughs> So, yeah, you're completely screwed there. Okay, so, anyway, the cheerleader, the story of the cheerleader is that she can't kill herself. She can't die. Sorry. Wow. Real nice. (laughs) I just wanted to do that. Go ahead, the cheerleader. (laughs) The cheerleader who can't die. Save the cheerleader, save the world. She's like, hello, everybody. And then she jumps to her death. Or so everybody thinks. And everybody freaks out. And she gets up and she, like, reconnects her ribs into her ribcage, twists her neck back properly. And she's like, my name does is... Does she feel pain? Uh, yeah, she does feel pain. Yeah. So, but she can't kill herself. And that was the whole thing at the beginning of the series was... She's Wolverine. She keeps trying she's to kill herself. Suicidal. She keeps... Well, she's just... She's like, something's wrong with me. I can't die. So oh, okay, anyway, okay. so all these humans are there to Intrigued. see it. And the news people are there and the cameras and everything. They capture it. She outs herself she outs. and all her kind. Exactly. Oh, That's the big thing. <laughs> That's the big thing is that That's the big thing is that she outs everybody. And you are like, "Oh my god, this just changes everything. I but can't wait till the next like, So hey, now now the government's going to want to round them up and deal with them. Oh wait, they did that storyline anyway. Yeah. They already did that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So it's but, not a big deal. But here's the thing, but here's the thing. They Yeah, it's kind of like there's parts of the future that you see because one of the guys that teleports, he time travels and stuff. This so. the Chinese guy? Yeah. yeah. Japanese Hiro. guy? Hiro. Yeah, Japanese. What? Hiro. How it? Hiro Nakamura. Hiro Dreams Ch- of Sushi. Chimichana. Great documentary on Netflix. If you've never seen Hiro Dreams of Sushi, it will teach you everything about pursuing excellence in anything you do. Absolutely watch that I on heard Netflix. about that. That looked heard good. Of it too. And it's good. delicious looking, even though I hate raw sushi. It oh, looks I so tasty. I love raw sushi. Oh, why don't you tell your friend? I need fried sushi. But it's oh, an amazing documentary. They don't sell chimichangas in this place. This is from the people who eat at Sushi Zushi, which isn't real sushi to begin with anyway. <sighs> How Damn. is it not real sushi? Go to a real place. It's Go to cooked, Mons. man. Go to it's Mons. cooked sushi. What's Hamans? Just Mons. <laughs> Just Mons. <laughs> La Mans. Sushi La is a chain. It's not bad, but it's a chain. Wait, what, what did you you knock Hiroki Shuzu Shuzu River? What did you, what did you say that <laughs> he prompted Nagasaki? him to say that? I, I said that literally. <laughs> Nagasaki. <laughs> Nagasaki sushi. <laughs> I'm not going to walk here anymore. That's what you said. I'm just repeating it louder. <laughs> I didn't say Nagasaki You did. Sushi. I heard you under your I breath. I was joking. Going, I don't even know what that means. I don't. I know. I don't know what history is. <laughs> That's the fireball. I, no, I was just saying that I don't. I, I don't know find, history I don't, before I don't Wikipedia. Think that, that fried sushi is real sushi. To me, real sushi is like nigiri style. It's the rice and then the means. raw fish item or raw seafood item on top. That's true sushi, because you get to enjoy the actual raw. But what's wrong with the movie? Yellow that sounded like or, you were like. Oh no! I don't know anything about the, the, the movie. No, I want to see the documentary. I've heard oh, of okay. it. I want to see it. No, I'm Hiroki not, I'm not makes fried sushi. 
I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> I was just saying fried sushi. Fried sushi is it real sushi. Good. I it promise good. I've eaten it. Didn't it was we, real. We had this discussion. You guys go to Sushi Zushi, though, and don't you guys get the uh, the fried roll? What's the fried roll? Um, Rock and roll. Sarah and Laura California roll. And Crab roll. About it. Spring roll. Uh, no, 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 no. It's Ninja Turtle roll. Texas <sighs> roll. Jalapeno roll. That's all the stuff at H-E-B. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, it's a really great... It is a really good fried sushi, but to me, real sushi is raw items as well. Real sushi. Yes, true sushi. Elitist. What is the definition Elitist. of sushi? Elitist. That's a good question. Raw. I'm, I'm so much not an elitist so that I don't know, know the answer to so that. So he says what's real sushi, but doesn't know what sushi is. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like, what is sushi? I don't know. But I don't that's know. Not, I know not what's real. fake when I see it. <laughs> I prefer. I don't know. It, I mean, it, it I tastes mean, good. There's something wrong. I mean, with someone it. would tell me like it's, that, that sushi at H E B isn't real, but it's. I guarantee you, I've seen who makes it. No, it's cold, made by cold Japanese slimy people. stuff. Is, delicious. is it not? Is it yeah. not made? It, that's made probably by more real than sushi sushi, where yeah, it's made by made a bunch by of Hispanic dudes yeah, in the kitchen. <laughs> but is, is it is it the hands of the creator that I makes like the thing, or is it the the love that goes into the thing, or lack of love for that? It tastes good. It tastes good with with wasabi and tons. But the secret is, it all tastes like like it all tastes like boogers, and that's why it's good because it's like if you can have a. A taste for boogers. Dude, you yellow can... fin. Watching yellow Mario fin. and Sarah both eat their ginger right off their own plates. Ginger is disgusting. And then eat sure. everyone else's oh. ginger is a joy. I've never ginger in my life seen disgusting. anyone do I love that. Ginger. They eat that like it's an entree. You know what ginger yeah. is? It's, it's like amazing. It's testicle skin. No, it's actually part of a root. Shave, you can buy shave the, the bottom part right above the perineum. You can buy it off. And what you do is you you chill it for an hour. When you lay it on a hot stone on the beach, and then you give it to somebody to eat. It's ginger. Chill it for an hour. <laughs> Who told you this? You sound so educated. I, I'm telling you. Wikipedia, totally man. Fake. Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Oh, it's it's taken from my red-haired person's nutsack. Only the red hair. Oh, man. I, I missed you guys. Ginger's we we can't let it go Wasabi this long. Is I, have, I don't touch the ginger. Wasabi. Yeah, I we took y'all's uh, ginger. Uh, you take everybody's ginger. Ginger, Dude, it is gross. So here's the thing. Ginger no, no, no. Be- you probably I, like ginger Sarah beer, love ginger. Patrons that are like I've two tables it. away, they're like, oh, give me that ginger. So like we get there and we're like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Oh, here's my order. Beer. Can I get two things of ginger? But two bowls. And they look at me like two bowls. I mean, it's fine. I mean, there's things I like They bring me the two bowls and then... And then I finish the two bowls, and I'm like, I still have more sushi left. Can I get another bowl? Mm-hmm. Because you didn't fill up. These okay, two so bowls. question, and I, I direct this because of myself. Like, it's a root. It no, is no, no, a root. No, no. I, I don't is care what it is. I liked my definition better. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But my question is like, like there's a um, like fish, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm not. I like fish. Right. I don't like grilled fish. You know why I don't like grilled fish? Because hmm. it tastes like fish, right? I'll eat it, but I'm not big on it. Okay. So Carol always brings this to my attention. It's absolutely true. She goes, you don't like the the fish. You like the fried breading, and right. you like tartar sauce. And, I'm and like, that covers that's up right. the taste of the fish. It covers it up, which is which is true. So that's my question, too, is the ginger covering up the sushi? No, because I'll eat it without it. Gross. But I don't so like it. It's like eating condiments. Like if you're like sucking a no, spicy ketchup No, no, I'll eat sushi pack. without that's ginger. That's exactly right. You just, that's exactly right. I said it's right. a condiment. And you eat it no, by it's itself. Not, it's never, a, actually the ginger is a palate cleanser. That's all it it's is. meant to do. So it's like a parsley leaf. Yes, yes. It tastes really good. It is a palate cleanser. That's a big moth. That is a big moth. A palate that cleanser. Mario dines like on. So you dine on. It's, so it's like, I don't have to brush my teeth for two days. I just clean my palate. <laughs> 
with perineum. Yeah. Do you take it home and you're like in the morning you wake up and you're like, I'm just gonna put some ginger on my tongue. <laughs> no. No. A palate cleanser. I didn't know what it was yeah, for. That's yeah, that's what it's, it's for. It's, it's so supposed to be in between. After. It's a garnish for I'll cleaning actually, your palate. It's not an entree. I'll get my I'll get the sushi and I'll put some wasabi on top of it and then I'll put some some uh, I almost said garlic. Some uh Ginger. Ginger, thank you. Wait, wait, you got you me put, saying garnish. That's, that's garlic, what's weird. You put garnish. the ginger on the thing you're eating to clean the taste of the thing out of your mouth. Because I don't use it as a palate cleanser. So that's weird. It's pickled. It tastes good. Do you like pig feet? No. Pig tails? No. Short tails? <laughs> no. Shirt tails? Coattails. <laughs> Coattails. No. Shirt tails. The cartoon. No, no, that, that reminded duck me of tails. Duck tails. Duck Chippendales. Chippendales. Hey, they're bringing Ducktales back. I saw that. Did you see that? I don't think they just replay the shows that already existed. Those are because fine. the quality is horrible. What? what? No, it the, is not. What are you quality? smoking? Like the, the visual quality. No, the it's flawless. No, no it's right flawless. Here. Where are you seeing it? I'm seeing where I'm I seeing it online. It, it's like I'm horrible. Sure it's, Mothra's attacking you. It's flawless. The original Ducktales oh, is flawless. Is. What is wrong with DuckTales? No, nothing's wrong with DuckTales. You I don't just know. Said, no, you just said it's terrible. It's pixelated. That sounds like a... That sounds like a that's the elitist, elitist the commentary quality. number two. Oh, my God. I said the quality. <laughs> you set yourself up for that. I said that. the quality, not the... But what does it mean, the quality? Not, the storytelling's great? No, I like the story. great. Oh, my God. The, the visual, animation was very the visual, good. Yes, the visual quality. From what I've seen, when I whenever I look it up, I look at YouTube because I can't find it Oh, anywhere. my God. Oh, oh Maybe somebody maybe record it with a camera and upload it to YouTube and that's what you're watching. I watch all my media in 120p. <laughs> I don't. It's I interlaced. It's 120. It's P is too quality. Too much quality. 1080. What are you talking about? You can't. You can't judge anything by the fact that you yes, watch it on I'll YouTube. Okay, fine, I watched the entire anyway. stand miniseries on I would, YouTube. I would imagine. Because the person wasn't a, a valued enough YouTube member in to get more VOB than. files <laughs> compressed off the torrents. So they're bringing it back. Which is great. Yes. I'm excited about that. I am too. Is the original... That's a I want, giant death's head moth. It it's is. like Silence of the Lambs. It is, dude. It's going to fucking gonna, crawl It's going to have your I... brains with some fava beans. Ooh, I'm going to have to catch that. The Keep moths talking. were not the violent just offenders in Silence of the Lambs, No, it's Mario. gross. It's probably all hairy. It has a skull <laughs> on its back. Just it's let like the cats take it Anthony out. Anthony Hopkins. Why is the moth going to attack Rick with... and? I knew a guy that a moth went his fucking ear and he had to get it removed. Like at the emergency room. It was stuck. Oh my God. And it was fluttering its wings and they were hitting his fucking eardrum and like oh. driving him fucking crazy. Now, now go look up That's pictures of people that have spiders stuck in their Why? ears. Stop, Why man. Go there? What Horrible. the hell? Why you gotta go shout there? out to, shout out to the, uh, the, <laughs> no the sh- spiders. <laughs> <laughs> Entomologists out there. No, no. Like my, bug, like my no, favorite. It's not a bug doctor. What is a bug doctor? <laughs> I don't know. Entomologist sounded correct. I don't know. I don't know. It sounds like a skin thing. No, Sorry. that's no. I, I don't know. Endomologist, endomologist, en, 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 endocrinologists. That's definitely penologist. <laughs> that's definitely not bugs. No, no. Shout out to the uh, to the stuff you should know podcast that did an episode on earwax. You know what? I remember you, you mentioned that show to me, and I listened to a couple. Pretty good. Mm. I like. I love them. I, I've listened right. to every episode. It's all right. They not bad. Just, I listened to like three of them. Yeah. I even download. I even use precious space on my phone to nice. download them. Very nice. Not I started great, listening to good. our podcast finally. Well, that's nice. That's great. So we get. That's one more extra download. It was really funny. I was enjoying it. <laughs> I'm really good. I'm really. Good. No, y'all are really good. I mute myself, and you guys are really good. 
Oh, I man. could listen to you guys all day. <laughs> can, I get, can I get the stems of that? That way I can erase a couple of you guys. <laughs> I'm just saying if I experience. wasn't a part of this, I'd actually find it funny <laughs> on my oh, own. I, I know actually, I know a couple of people that like that we know that are always like, yeah, you guys, have, I'm going to listen to that one of these days. Uh, meanwhile, meanwhile, we got, we got, I got a message from, uh, from uh, our friend Jeff Riley. Shout out to Jeff Riley, to Riles, oh, who said go. that he yeah. loves listening to the show and he can't wait to be on it. Yep. Wow, so there you go. I'm like, wow, that's that's two people that have acknowledged. Yes, us. exactly. Three, three, and you three, can three, and you three, can count him as you can count him as out of state. Yes, that's so true. your mm-hmm. an, your Google Analytics can skyrocket. There, now. You, there go. you go. Is there he go. in Zing Cutter? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Our mysterious he's Navy. He's Navy. I don't. Ooh, top in. secret. <laughs> he's on the <laughs> USS Enterprise <laughs> on the desert. <laughs> the desert. The Java. The Java <laughs> fucking vehicle. Sand crawler. Anyway, shout out, shout out to, to our buddy Jeff. Uh, yes. Thanks for listening, yes. man. Uh, thanks for listening. Yeah, and th- thanks for telling us that you listen. For yeah. those of you who listen to us and don't tell us that you listen to us, let us yeah. know you listen to us. Yeah, it's cool. hit us up on our Eat MySpace some real sushi page. While you're at it. Have some ginger and go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, right now they're probably about to. It's Rip all your movies fifty minutes <laughs> from the live theater viewings. <laughs> Get your right codex. And use your use your Divix player. And <laughs> never pay for music or movies ever. And don't pay for this podcast ever. If we ever charge you, it's because we got we got hacked. <laughs> well, we would never charge. We would never charge. We would just have advertisements. Yeah. You have the key My to Nissan. Mario's heart, and he's got the keys to your cars. You know what? I took, a, I took a picture earlier. Let me see if I can find it. It's not going to help people that are listening. But no, no, they can't. I, see I went it. to I went to see the exchange earlier because I've been desperately, and, and you can mock me. But I was been desperately, not desperate, because that sounds desperate. You just said it three but times. But I've been I've been looking very very eyes I think wide open for much. a Blu-ray copy of John Carter. Oh, mm-hmm. nice from ER. Because <laughs> John no. Carter the movie. Oh, because I'm one of the few people, and, and I realize, I realize it's not a great movie, and I realize no, what, I call foul, it. I call foul. That no, was a great movie. No, no, but let me let me finish my I statement. That was a great movie. I realize in the consciousness, it, in terms of it was a bomb because it didn't make its money back. You know why? Because it was, somebody in marketing fucked up and I, they got fired. Can, I know. Let me finish my sentence. I'm sorry, you keep cutting me off. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my god, I'm leaving the show. <laughs> no, no, but you're right. We're on the same. We're on the same wavelength. It was it was badly marketed. It was it was it was handled incorrectly. Yes. It was and it was a bomb Titled because of the of the money they put into it. But it's a great movie. I remember watching it and distinctly saying the second I finished watching it is if I was ten years old and I mm. that, I mean that as a compliment, like I was watching Star Wars. Like, yeah, that would be my favorite fucking one, movie. The wonder that it brings. Yeah, so to you, it was. Yeah. It was great. It's just. It's just bad timing. Wrong place. Wrong time. Everything was wrong about. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than what it was. It was yeah. a kids' fantasy fucking movie, and it was just marketed. Well, wrong. The, first of all, it should have been called John Carter from right. Mars. Right. It would have made a little more sense. Yeah. Yeah. People um, are like, I don't know what this is. There's, but uh, he's but on a planet. There's prehistoric. What's creatures. odd is I can't find a uh, a copy of it. Really. Which is weird. And that's one of those things where it's like, it's like, is it like, you know, people say they hate it, but I'm like, they had to have made millions of copies of it or thousands well, at least. Well, but did they? I mean, if it didn't do successful at the it theater. It came out on Blu-ray. It probably came out on 3D Blu-ray, maybe. I don't even, because it was a 3D movie at one point, I think. Hmm. But somebody must own it. And if everybody hates it, they probably would have sold it. Yeah. And Which means every time they sell it, someone buys it. So how is it that a movie, you know, like there's a thousand copies of fucking Casablanca at fucking, you know, at, at DVD exchange, but that's yeah. the greatest movie fucking ever, but you can find a copy anytime you want. I can't find a John Carter Blu-ray. Why is that? I have no idea. Anyways, the point was, the point of the story.
There's that moth. There's that moth. He just he just humped your guitar. Is that when I went to DVD Exchange looking for a copy of John Carter, or even for that matter, this is interesting. This goes this goes with our you know media conversation earlier. I was looking for a copy of the Avengers Blu-ray. Oh yeah. Okay. The Avengers came out like two years ago now. Yeah. About. At this point, you would think. It's in the used pile. Like people have watched it, their kids have watched it a thousand times. It's time to sell it for three dollars. No, like, you know, no, no. People but my point it. is, there's movies like that that are so heavily mass produced that there right. has to be used copies coming around. Yeah. Okay, and there's not. So it's interesting, right? Same reason why it took me two weeks to find a copy of Iron Man three, <laughs> which is an absolutely brilliant fucking yeah. movie. Oh yeah. But I could not find a copy of it. Okay, and this is a shitty thing because this has to be a Marvel thing because they're fuckheads. But like, you can't buy a Marvel Blu-ray for less than thirty fucking dollars or twenty-five dollars. Every other Blu-ray that's that's sold at you know the shitty Best Buy is like ten dollars, yeah. maybe nineteen ninety-nine, maybe twenty-two. But fucking Guardians of the Galaxy, Avengers, well, the Spider-Mans because apparently no one likes them; those are cheap. But yeah, like the Avengers, Guardians of the Galaxy, Iron Man's. Oh yeah, good point. Um, they're twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah, and that's for regular Blu ray, not the three D. Three D is like forty fucking bucks. You know what I mean? My point is, Man. I couldn't find any of the shit. I've been looking, like looking for because yeah. they took Avengers off of Netflix. Oh, okay? they did. Yeah, they did. Anyway, so it's again, only when he's sitting next to you. Long Michael. story short, I go to get in my car after I'm dejected once again and haven't found my John Carter or my Avengers Blu ray, and. I cannot, literally, can fucking not get in my car, because the person next to me parked so fucking close that I would need to be slender fucking man to get in my car. Like I'm, I mean, a fucking like Russian gymnast couldn't get in my did, car. Did That's you how notice the fire small. in my eyes light up? But, no, no. For, I took a picture. I won't bother you with the picture, but I took a picture just for you two for tonight, because I could have reached into the glove box and taken out. You know their freaking body spray probably out of this car, and it was insane. Cause I'm like, I know I parked not great. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I parked within the lines. I parked slightly crooked, but not enough that this person could have parked six inches away from me. Right. Cause they were crooked on the line. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not. It's not a, a big parking lot, anyways. But it was just like yeah. insane. Because if they had a passenger. There's no way that passenger got out without well, smashing the, the shit out of my car. That's the thing; they don't have a passenger. They don't. And what care this world like, needs, the kind passenger. of this, the kind of hero this city doesn't deserve, but it needs, is a Zamoran. In that instance, I mean, one of the bat signal, a big Z, Zaro. <laughs> that's copyrighted, so we couldn't use that. It'd be like a Zam, a big Zam in the in the sky. Don't fuck with him. But you should have sliced him to pieces. You know what I mean? And I w- it was interesting because in between the CD exchange and my car, there's two businesses. There's a there. Well, I'll, I'll give you the line of of, of stores. There's okay. a CD exchange slash DD, DVD exchange. Mm-hmm. There's a uh, tax service. You know, one of those things, which is probably mm-hmm. like a loan thing. Yeah. And there's a... Uh, a payday loan. Um, there's a uh, one of those um, Asian places that does your fingers and your toes. What are those called? Manny Petty places? Yeah, that's it. Yes, one of those. There's a Hungry Howie's and there's a, um, a Verizon store. 
Mm-hmm. Anyways, but the reality is it was either somebody at the loan place or at the pedicure place, which I'm guessing was the pedicure place. That's the person who was the culprit. But my point is you would have you would have gone ballistic. This would have been your Alderaan, Mario. Yeah. This would have been a million voices crying out in space. <laughs> or as I heard it as a kid, a million oysters <laughs> crying out. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it was, uh, Rick. I'm gonna do. You, I'm gonna do you a solid. You need to get yourself an eBay account because you can get your Marvel's Avengers Blu-ray for eight dollars, free shipping. Nice. Three hundred and fifteen sold. Nice. Is it? Is it like a ripped copy with the <laughs> with the printed out DVD cover? <laughs> There's one original and three hundred fourteen copies sold. Um, let's see. How about John Carter? Hey. Ooh. He <laughs> he, here's too. the description. Reconditioned. Should have no issues playing. <laughs> <laughs> Offer and exchange. Refund guarantee. Yeah. You are bidding on the up. disc only. Complete with original case and artwork. That means DVD is not included. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Don't yeah. do that. Yeah. Don't I'll do find that. it. I'll buy, find buy it. it, man. Try it. It's for eight bucks. It. is worth it. No, it's I'll not. Find it. If you find John Carter on Blu-ray... You're not going to rip it. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. If you find <laughs> if you find two copies, if you okay. magically come across a treasure trove and you find two copies, buy me the copy and I will pay you back. I will. And charge him I will. 15%. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Finder's fee. Ula was an incredible fucking dog... Yes, dude, that, that was, was like amazing. One of the coolest I, parts of that I walked out and I was like, I want cover your ears, Lincoln. I wanted an Ula for <laughs> yeah. a pet, but then I found yeah. Lincoln. But Wait, have you read the books? No, boring. I don't should... read books. I actually because of that. I don't movie, even read audio books. That, because <laughs> of that movie, I read the f- <laughs> the first books that I've read in years, and they've also been the last books that I've read. I yeah. read one, two, three, four, five. The first six books. Oh my god! Of, of the what? series of the oh, John Carter series. Books. The John Carter Blu-ray on eBay is eight ninety nine, and Look it on says Amazon, condition right? very good, refurbished and shrink wrapped. <laughs> <laughs> Look on Amazon. No, no, no. Oh shit! I forgot to bring it tonight. I bought Crossroads because of the conversation that we had with Ralph Macchio. Yes, or with Britney Spears. I no, forgot. with Ralph Macchio. Oh, okay. Because of the conversation we had Steve about I? Steve Vai dev- being the, devil? the devil's advocate. How was it? Is it good? Tongue, tongue edition. Yeah, it's amazing. Hmm? I love it. Tongue edition. <laughs> Free player of sunglasses <laughs> that are holographic. Holographic. Good, change into lizard eyes. Yes. Uh, I gotta say though, he's good? he's a nice guy. Did the movie hold up? I didn't watch the whole the whole movie. <laughs> I seriously, no, I really because I this is the the whole fourteen dollars on Amazon. Movie. That's oh, better. I the whole reason I bought the movie was because I wanted that guitar duel uninterrupted and I couldn't find it anywhere on YouTube. No, it's all ch- chopped up, and I don't know. There's some rights thing. Maybe I have so no remixed. Remixed. I don't did, know. Did a metal metal Cohen to tell everybody? Tell everybody about no, this. No, Mike. Mike. Mike can tell us. Yours, Mike, tell no, but us you're the recipient. Metal, it's more fun metal. when you when you're the so, recipient. So earlier, so Mike gets here before we're setting up our wires and whatnot. <laughs> He's like, hey, just type this into YouTube. And, of course, I think it's something gross. And he's like, no, no, it's something normal. And it's this girl named Maytel Cohen. And I'm like, okay, but what is it? And he's like, oh, you got to check it out. And I'm like, so Spell I turn it. it on, and it's a... And so it, that it, way people it, can search for no, it. No, no, May, Maytel. So the pretend like you know how you spell that first. And then, <laughs> and then so I pull it up, and it's this girl... Um, who's not unattractive. Who's not attractive either. Objective. But she's... Yeah, she's... she's Subjectively, someone would find her attractive. Um, 
like she, I said, she, like I she said has before. serpentine features, if I'm being honest. <laughs> like, like I said before, and I'll say again, I, I, might, I might be blinded by the by the instrument, but when right. when a girl so, is behind but, an but, instrument, but her and awesome. I, I didn't even check, but I'm assuming she has lots of fans and lots of downloads and lots of views and thumb ups and everything else and lots of Romanian characters under her comment section. <laughs> um, but uh, it's a, it's a girl. No offense to the Romanian people. Like scantily clad, I would I would say not like naked, oh. but she's got her breasts she's hanging out. Let's be honest, her breasts are hanging. They're out. not hanging out. Tank top. Much. Tank top. If yeah. if she didn't have breasts hanging out, there'd be half as many views probably. True. And they're not again. They're not naked. It's not like nipples and boobs and, right. and stuff. Uh, suntan lines, um, stretch marks. It's <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just a girl playing. Dr- Drum covers, and not even drum covers. She's playing along with, with a track, a track, a track. With which, track. which I'm even curious if whether I'm hearing the drums from the track, and she's just drum <laughs> sinking, which is possible. But anyways, it was bizarre. It was bizarre because because not only is she playing, and she looks accomplished. You're correct. She yeah. has this gigantic, probably drum set that costs more than my car. Yeah. Um, and she looks like she knows what she's doing. She looks yeah. like she's accomplished. She looks like she probably took some lessons from Travis Barker. Um, Does she look upset when she's playing? Rick? No. The thing is, she looks <laughs> She's like. She looks like Michael Jordan when he's about to dunk on something. <laughs> <laughs> right? she got the long, like, kiss tongue hanging out. And she's like, she's like going like, she's yeah, you're a loser and I'm not. She's just, she's just <laughs> smiling the Mona Lisa <laughs> right? smile. She's got a, a Mona Lisa smile. No, no. She, she, she's, she's got this weird tongue and she's like, it's like the face that like models make when they're doing in between the photo session, you know? It's like, I only saw her smile. I didn't see her do anything. I, I studied it in the so. two minutes I watched he it. Studied it. He is. I studied it for reasons <laughs> to hate it. In the two minutes he watched, it, he studied it intensely. Yeah. Because because Oops. I knew the song already, and like I told you, I'm not interested in watching people play instruments on YouTube. It's it's, it's a boring and borderline creepy thing. <laughs> and but she. Her, her, like the the disassociation between like, <laughs> like her the song she was playing and her, her playing and her face. Yeah, it's like true. she was getting a pedicure, <laughs> and she wasn't, and she was listening to a different song. But she just happened accidentally. It's like those video. It's like the like your your favorite YouTube videos, the bad lip reading. It was like she oh, was yeah. playing Celine Dion, and it just happened to sync up with Hooker with a Penis. <laughs> Like happened to you on accident. That's really what it looked like. But the best part is Michael brought to my. Well, I didn't realize it's about fifteen minutes later because I'm dense. But he's like Maytel Cohen, and I'm like, oh, that's that's a, that's foreign sounding. That sounds ethnic. I like it. And then I, I looked at the words a couple of times, and I went to her her shop. She has a shop with T-shirts, and, and it's it's metal, metal Cohen, but as in heavy metal. But spell it out. But it's spelled like M E Y T A L, like Maytel. And she probably tells people like, oh, it's Maytel, but it's like, because all of these drum covers that are playing along to the tracks yeah, are yeah. all hard rock, metal, yeah, metal and, songs, and that's important. And she to looks know very mellow. She looks like she's drumming for Barry Manilow. But it's, it's, it's and I'm, I'm making assumptions. I could be wrong. Maybe she's special. But like, <laughs> it's like she knows who she's catering to. She's playing a specific yeah. type of song for a certain type of person. And, you know, it's like some guy was like, I want to look up drum covers of Tool songs. Oh, my God, there's boobs. And it's like it was his fucking dream hey. day. Like he playlisted it, he friended it, he liked it, he like, subscribed liked it, 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 he did everything. He ripped it. Tried to put a ring on it. He tried to put a ring on it. <laughs> he did everything. 
for Maytel Cohen. <laughs> Harry Maytel. So that was incredible. Thank you for showing yeah, me. You're I'm so have welcome. To, I'm about to torture other you're people with that. <laughs> episode number 23 brought to you yeah. by Nissan and Maytel And Cohen. good for her because, again, in this already you know diluted and, and oversaturated marketplace of and regurgitated heroes. things... You you're know. gonna buy the drum head, aren't you? Yeah, well, like the, she has her personal, or a custom drum head. You can buy it for your own drum set, with her face on it, I with honestly. her lackadaisical face and her <laughs> serpentine features. She she has what you might call severe features. Okay, as as musicians, as musicians, if you ever had a drum set that you were like, nobody, I need a new head, nobody, I need a new head for nobody. my drums. Why, why don't I buy this girl's face? But why would you? <laughs> drum set. Like, even if you were some kind of sadist, you're like, I just want to bash her face in. Like, <laughs> like, like a Justin Bieber drum head. Like, I, it's like, even then, you're still having to spend money. It's like when you get, it's like when you get one of those truck stickers that says, like, it's like Calvin pissing on a fucking Chevy. It's like, you know, you're still buying a Chevy sticker. Like, at the end of the day, you're buying a Chevy sticker to put on your Ford. It doesn't matter who's pissing on it or shitting on it or what cowboy is praying to it. You're still, you're still buying a sticker from another company that you hate. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> oh, but if you want to buy Maytel's drum head, you can <laughs> go look it up your damn self. To fashion her lackadaisical serpentine features. Oh my god! It's oh my god! That's awesome. Thanks for that. We more than made up for Lincoln's dog barking, by yes. the way. Oh yes, yeah, and he's he's a, he's a good little he's boy poop, right now. And you're gonna think about us when you're looking up those YouTube videos. Yeah. You're gonna be like, wow. There's one Jesse something. Thank us later, Uncle Jesse. No, no. There's some there's some female guitar player that that's what it is is just nothing but cleavage, and she plays decent, she sounds decent, but nobody's watching her yeah, except for. That's it. That's I'm the watching, only purpose. I'm watching her floating tremolo. <laughs> oh, that's what we call it. Oh, there we go. <laughs> tremolo. <laughs> Cost more than forty dollars to, re- to repair those. I'm sure. Or All right, build guys. them <laughs> or build them. Yeah, exactly. Oh, have you heard of the new types of breast implants that exist now? No. Are they filled with queso? <laughs> those would go over really well down here. <laughs> A new San Antonio favorite. No, no. Listen, so. The girl gets implants, and there's, like, an external port that they can adjust the size, the pump-it-ups. Like weird science Do you remember the pump-it-ups? Yeah, like the old David Robinson. They're just pumps. Yeah, They're just pumps. They're not... I know. They're just pumps. Those are the L.A. Gear version. Yeah. BK British Knights. Knights. (laughs) Pump-it-ups. XJ9000. But, yeah, there's a port under, apparently, like, on the side of the boob, under the boob, I don't know. So, they can change... Temporarily, they can change the amount of... I don't even know how it works. So it's like those inflatable things for kids with the swimming pool. Yeah, pretty much. So can you blow it up with your mouth? That <laughs> is what we want to know. That's what the port's for. That's, you should be able you to have blow to have it with somebody the nipple. Help it you. should be the nipple. That <laughs> wow. makes perfect sense. You, well, yeah, but you have to bite it and squeeze it so the air will pass through it. <laughs> <laughs> through the mammalian gland. Mammalian. <laughs> <laughs> Mam- I hope she's the, a mammal. Jeez. The reptilian. <laughs> reptilian. <laughs> reptilian nipples. <laughs> She's a V. That's great. Have scales on my nipples. Oh man. Anyway, <laughs> just an interesting thing that came up. Anyway, so that's, I, it's cool. I didn't hadn't heard that. I, I I mean I think it's very custom. It's yeah, interesting. It's, I 
Sounds dangerous though, right? Because you assume if it you can pump I mean, it, you can leak it. Exactly, leak. that's my thought. Like she's gonna push. Or the wrong somebody button. could fill it with something while you're sleeping. And What's you up? Not know it. What's up, sleeping? baby? You've been a you've been a C all month. I'm ready for some D's. Let's <laughs> take it up enough. Well, I think exactly. I think, I think they can only change it for like a certain amount of period, and then after that, like they that's no, like after they after they've selected their permanent level, that's where it stays. Ah, okay. And I guess they have to have the report, the port removed or something. I don't know. Oh, okay. okay. I don't know. That's what I'm assuming. So I, get, I don't know the yeah, whole yeah. thing. You but get like an upgrade. I've heard it third party, so I'm like. So considering how there's been like medical disasters with the ones that have been tried and true for the last 30 years, this sounds like it's going to go over great. Oh, yeah. No, like no, it. no. I like it. Because if you have extra beer, you can pour it into that port. And then <laughs> spigot it later. Yes, exactly. Use it as a spigot. But wait, wait. How does that oh, work? Beer how does that work if you're going through TSA? You could You could hypothetically hide contraband I, I don't know pump contra- you could pump some sort of explosive gas into it, the breastesis is it a container <laughs> is it a closed container I'd say it would be right is it hold, is, definitely holds more than three ounces yes that's true TSA will definitely feel those up <laughs> they want to confirm alrighty guys well hopefully we've made more than made up for the uh, the long absence uh, it's been since December yeah so Merry <laughs> Christmas and this is actually the first time that the three of us have gotten together since then. So yep. it's great to see you guys again, catch up, and see what's been going on. Yeah. And uh, to check out Rick's nice new pad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's the hear the vocal stylings of Lincoln. Mm-hmm. And the uh, the fluttering of the killer Mothra that is... I think it went outside. I saw it bouncing off the nah, window. It's probably burned itself onto this oh, lamp good, right here. Good, good, good. You're going to have to scrape it off. Good. Um, we hope Lincoln off. reminded you that we're we're just regular guys, just, just like you. We're guys, not man. special. We're not. We're yeah, in no. a living room. We're yeah. the we're the seventh listed band on the flyer. At, it it brought the yeah, exactly. it brought, I think today it brought the human element back. You know, because our yeah. professionalism has been so evident before yeah. today. Oh, yeah, exactly. And so now we kind of brought us down to earth. Yeah. So we're, our studio is when, a, when you see us, you can actually talk to us, and we'll probably talk to you now. Now we yeah, will. We will. Now we'll we acknowledge will. you. Well, yeah, right, yeah. right. We'll like we did, like we did with the people that have, have reminded us that we stopped doing our That's jobs. Right. They kept our, our feet on the ground. Yeah, they kept they us say. honest. Yeah, yeah. So shout out to the six of them. Yeah. Only two of the three of them reached out. <laughs> That's fifty percent. And Cutter, we're gonna get you back, Cutter. <laughs> Whatever it takes. The only thing, I, the reason I know Cutter, what Cutter is, and I still think it's Qatar, no matter what <laughs> they say about their own country. The only reason I know that is because they're in that first scene of the Transformers movie. Remember, where the special oh, forces yeah, guy? Right. Yes. That's where they're at. That's the only reason I know that's even a country. So thank you, Michael Bay, for letting me know about geography. I couldn't point it out on the map. And then blowing it up. But I know there's a scorpion <laughs> robot in the sand. <laughs> and Tyrese. And then blowing it up. <clears throat> All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in. And uh, we'll catch you on the flip side. Flip flop.